Support for Under the Radar comes from Wellwithall. Wellwithall believes that self-care is community care. Premium products crafted for your daily wellness, from sleep support to heart health to your daily regimen. 20% of Wellwithall's profits are committed to leading the fight for health equity. They won't stop until it is truly Wellwithall. I'm Callie Crossley, and this is Under the Radar. And now for the part of the show we call Lanyap. That's Creole for something extra. Professional seamstress Emily Engel is feeling the burn. Emily is the creator of the popular handmade doll, Lil Bernie. The doll's popularity has skyrocketed, leaving Emily pushing to pump out enough dolls to satisfy demand. She's joining us by phone from her shop, BX Custom Sewn. Welcome, Emily. Thank you for having me. Well, I got to uh, get you to describe the doll itself. I'm looking at a picture, and we're going to post it on our website, of course. It's the cutest thing. Describe oh, it for you. me. <laughs> describe it, if you will. <clears throat> well, he uh, stands uh, just about eight or nine inches tall. Um, his head is a little bigger than his body. I made it purposely that way. He is uh, made out of fleece and um Geez, there's just so much going on with him. Um, uh, everything on him is handmade by me, um, including his glasses. Oh. And uh, I top him off with the quintessential fluffy, out of not combed Bernie hair. So how did this come to you? You, you were just doing your re- regular job and you thought, I think I'll make this doll? That's pretty much exactly what happened. <laughs> um I've been doll making for six years, um, just very random things, ideas that my friends have had, and I've had some success with it, um, but this one just sort of came to me one morning. I had done a, a series of dolls that sort of look like Little Bernie, um, the big head, big black eyes, uh, but they were um, modeled after people that I knew in, in real life, friends of mine, and they really loved the doll, and so I was thinking of other ideas of who else I could make and whatnot, and the idea of making a Bernie Sanders doll, because it was very early in his campaign, and I knew I was going to be a supporter, it just sort of came to me. So you posted it on your Facebook page, and then what happened? I posted it on my Facebook page and on my Instagram, and uh, two days later, the internet ate it uh, and um, ended up passing it around to various Bernie Sanders groups on Facebook with uh, thousands of people that followed each page, and it kept getting passed on and passed on, and people started coming to me asking if I was selling them. And the thought had never crossed my mind. I had, I, I had no idea anyone was going to take any interest in this. It was just another doll that I made that I thought was cool. Um, but the demand came to me. So I decided, okay, I'll go for it. I'll do it. And, hey, maybe I can make a few bucks to throw at the campaign through this. And eight days later, I had $2,700 to throw at the campaign with this. Wow. (laughs) You must have been so surprised. I was shocked. I was so humbled, I think is the right word, just amazed that these people loved it that much and wanted one and were willing to wait and are still willing to wait, God bless them. Um, it's been very overwhelming and exciting. So you should uh, explain that you make each doll. There's nobody helping you. And, and so this is a real process to, to get just one done. 
Yes, actually, the process has, has sped up considerably uh, because I've made so many and I've got it down to a science now. Um, in the beginning, yes, it took a while because I was still sort of evening things out, wanted to change a couple things, you know, use different materials. But this time around, um, I've got it down. Yes, every single one is handmade by me, and I think that's what makes it really special. Oh, absolutely. Now, um, you've been able to give Bernie, as you've said, um, some of the proceeds of this, which actually, since we know that most of his contributors are about in the 20-something dollar range, you're, right, a, ma- <laughs> you're a major donor. Yes, actually, um, I, I looked it up. I think 1% of, of his donors has donated the cap. And so in this case, I am part of the 1%. That's pretty amazing. So uh, it's $25. Is this still the case of the $80 that um, you charged to make the doll? Is that Actually, no, that's changed. (laughs) Um, The first round of sales uh, happened in September, and I promised $150, and um, I donated $25 from each purchase from that round to the campaign. Uh, After that, uh, and still, I am no longer legally allowed to donate to him mm. uh, since I hit your met limit. The yes, mm-hmm. the FEC regulations prohibit that. So, uh, for the second round of sales, it was the day after Christmas, and I promised two hundred dolls, first come, first serve. I sold twenty-five dolls in one minute, and then the additional one hundred and seventy-five within eleven hours. Oh my God. Um, Yes. With that, uh, I was charging 57 with which uh, 50 for me and 7 for shipping um, because I can no longer donate. But the demand was so high, and people understood that I had given what I could at this point, So, but they still wanted the doll. So, so, so that when they reach out to you and, and, and want to purchase it, do they tell you a little bit about themselves? Like, we must, uh, I, I'm guessing most of them are Bernie supporters, but. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, I've, I've gotten the best emails. I have hundreds and hundreds of emails, and I've saved all of them. Just some people at, at the point of begging me to send them a doll to put them on the list, and it's so flattering and so nice. And for the most part, people do tell me their stories, and there was actually one story in particular that was very, very touching and unfortunately sad. Um, this gentleman in North Carolina, this was back in November, told me that his wife was very ill with cancer, and she was wanted to vote for Bernie. She was a big fan, and it would have been the first time she ever voted in her life. Unfortunately, she passed away earlier this month. Aww. But I did get to send her a Bernie doll, and I have photos of her with the doll, unfortunately, at the hospital, but she got it, and she was so happy with it, and she was so excited about the campaign, and they were hoping that she was going to make it to at least primaries, but unfortunately, she did not, and it's the stories like that that, you know, I think touch everybody, and, you know, I passed on her story, Mm -hmm. and her husband is trying to start a, I guess you could say, a hashtag movement of uh, Mary's Vote, uh, because she actually had an absentee ballot ready to go. Oh. But because she passed away, can't use it. So she wants to use, he wants to use her story as a motivator to get other people registered and get out there and vote. If you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley, and joining me is professional seamstress Emily Engel. She's the creator of The Little Bernie Doll, which looks just like Bernie Sanders. Um, 
I am wondering in that crowd of people now that are continuing to come to you to ask you to make them, uh, if there are also people who are just political memorabilia collectors, because it seems to me this would be perfect for that, because in in that group, uh, people are not so um, interested necessarily about who wins or who loses, but they like the memorabilia of all the races. Right. And, you know, when people say that to me, that this is this is going to be a collectible and people have compared it to the teddy bear. And that is that is so such an honor for me. That is beyond anything I could ever imagine. To me, it's you know, it's just I don't want to say it's another doll that I've made, but I've been doing it for so long that it's it's my art. It, it just comes through me. It's who I am. And I look at it and I think it's just another doll that I made. But everyone happens to love this one. It's incredibly flattering. Um, people haven't come to me in regard to political memorabilia, memorabilia but um, I would assume that's what they're going to hold on to it for. Oh, I think Again, very, I think, very flattering. I think you're <laughs> going to be making them for a while, um, all the way I through and so. past because of that. And um, I'm interested because you've made a change, one slight change in the way that you first made Little Bernie to how he's made now. Why don't you explain two, that? actually. Oh, two. Okay, go explain two that. Two slight changes, mm-hmm. yes. Why don't you explain um, that? I, I changed um, his, uh, the size of his eyes. Um, I made them a little bit smaller, and now the eyes are all uniform and they're smaller than the originals. And also he is now smiling. Because he's got a lot to smile about, I would guess. <laughs> yes, yes. I decided to I decided to change that halfway through because I wanted it to be more positive. I mean, as we all know, in the beginning, Bernie was Bernie didn't smile too much. <laughs> he was he's very on it and serious. But now we've seen him laugh, we've seen him joke around, we've seen him smile, and we like him like that. So. Now, you tried, uh, I think, several times to actually get some help in making it by trying to mm-hmm. find um, a manufacturer that would actually reflect all of the Bernie's principles and yours in creating right. it and, and just ran up against a wall. I did. Um, the unfortunate truth is that toy makers in the United States, they just don't exist in-house anymore. The toy industry has really hit the skids, and they all outsource to foreign countries, and that is basically to keep their companies afloat. Um, To find a United States-based unionized toy maker is needle in a haystack. You cannot find it. I mean, if if you're looking to produce T-shirts or stickers or buttons, that's much easier to find within the country. But this kind of precision work just doesn't exist. And, you know, yes, I have talked to several businesses who have tried to coerce me to outsource, who I've said, do you know how much money you'd make if you just did this? And I don't care. That's not why I do this, is not to cash in on other people. Unlike, you know, the Bernie Sanders action figure that's so gosh darn popular right now. Hmm. Um, Me, I'm looking at it from another angle here. It's not about the money. Sewing and creating these things has always been my passion. And unless somebody can share that passion with me, of course I'd love to have, you know, a manufacturer bang these things out as fast as possible and have them be perfect and just like I make them. But I I won't give up what I believe for that. Well, that's quite admirable. I want to point out, too, that... um 
you've said that you were inspired by um, your dad and your political beliefs because he's a re- retired uh, political science professor. And you are also part of the millennial generation. And you know the rap on you guys is that you don't care and you're not involved. And I uh, am in, I am kind of in the middle of the millennial generation. I'm right at the, right at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, people refer to me as a millennial, and that makes me feel young, and I'm very happy about that. But um, I, I'm 32. I am just at the beginning i still remember life without a cell phone and without facebook so i i'm in the middle but yes you're right people still look at someone my age and think that but my point was that you've been shaped by um your dad's influence had a uh, um, was important to you and that led you to your support of bernie so i'm told Yes. Mm -hmm. yes um the name bernie sanders has always been familiar to me uh years before anybody knew who he was my father's always been very politically active, and as you said, uh, he was a professor of political science for 30 years at Westfield State, and he was involved in town politics. Um, he was the selectman for East Hampton for several years on the school committee, and he also ran for Congress in 2010. Um, he's always been a, a big inspiration to me, and he's always liked Bernie and always, you know, has talked of him, and he actually is in possession of a letter, a handwritten letter, uh, from Bernie Sanders that he received in the early 90s because he, my father, had written to him telling him that he admired him. Wow. Yes. Now, you've had a chance to meet Bernie? Uh, very quickly, yes. Was he aware that you were the creator of the doll? or, or He was aware of the doll. I mean, it happened so fast. It was at the Springfield rally uh, back in October, and it was, I mean, this was very early on, and um, he had seen the doll in Iowa. I had sent it to a woman out there who happened to actually spend a few minutes with him and have him take pictures with the doll, and he actually signed the back of it. Um, So he was aware of it, and so when he came around to shake everybody's hand at the Springfield rally, I was right in front, and I handed him the doll. I said, this is for you. You I made this. This is for you, and he took it. And he said, oh, my goodness, I know what this is. And then he had to keep moving. Um, and his security guard took the doll, of course, of very course. quickly, yes. which <laughs> I understand. But, you know, they left with it. And so I assume he still has it. Well, I would assume so, too, because it is a collectible, <laughs> I got to tell you. And the people who got the first ones before you made the change and now should get another one. And they really have a collectible to have the. Yes, some... I mean, I have I have a couple of repeat offenders who have, <laughs> who have come back and asked for more, um, either to keep for themselves or to give to friends. So what would you say to someone who's sort of outside of the process still not paying attention um, it doesn't mean that they have to support your candidate, though you can speak to that if you wish. But uh, just um, you're actually putting your 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 faith and your interest um, and your commitment into the voting process, you know, into your art. What do you say to somebody yeah. who's still not engaged? This is their future. They have to decide what's right for them. I mean, people ask me. You know, why should I vote for Bernie? And I can't give them an answer because I'm not them. I feel like who you support as a candidate is a personal thing. I I almost compare it to religion in some senses. Just I'm not going to tell you why you should follow this religion just because I do. What someone needs to do is think for themselves what they want to see this country become or what they want changed. And there, 
there's not a person in this country who doesn't want something changed. That's, that's you know, the long and short of it. They have to decide, and they have to know that it's very important and that, yes, your vote does matter, no, no matter what anyone, anybody else tells you. I have heard way too many times, oh, my vote doesn't matter anyway. It sure as heck does. And you have to keep that in mind. And you have to register and you have to get out there. And if not, if not for the, the public, then for yourself. Then do it for yourself. Know you did that and you added to the process for you. Now, Emily, last question. I know you said it's just a doll. You're a professional seamstress. You make a lot. But when you're alone and you finish one of those little Bernies and he's looking back at you, come on, tell me how you feel. How do I feel? I feel relieved that someone else is going to get one finally after waiting for three months. (laughs) I feel at this point, it's everyone that I get done. I am happy that someone's finally going to have it because, you know, I I know my my customers understand that it's all handmade and they're willing to wait. But I hate waiting for everything. I'm the most impatient person on earth. And the fact that these people are so patient about it, every time I finish one, it's a sigh of relief that it can get out the door and get into the hands of someone who really wants it. I mean, people have asked me, do I have an emotional attachment to them? I did (laughs) before I had to make, you know, 400 of them. But, I mean, I have my own, and it took me two months to finally have my own. But uh, it's – I just want to get it into the hands of the people. That's the most important thing to me is getting them out the door to the people. And every time one goes out – Okay, next. That's how it is now. All right, Emily. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Emily Engel is a professional seamstress in Ludlow, Massachusetts. She's the creator of the Lil Bernie doll. You can learn more about the doll at lilburnie.com. See a picture of it on our website. Well, that's it for this edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. Join us next week at 6 p.m. for the stories you may have missed. In the meantime, you can find our show and links to stories we discussed today on the web at wgbhnews.org slash UTR. I'm Callie Crossley. Our engineers are John Parker and Doug Sugarts. Catherine Whalen is our producer. Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of WGBH.